having this. <laughs> that again hey everybody this is miss b positively miss b i'm so used to having one show y'all know i got two i forgot i had two shows thank you so much for joining me i pray that everything is going well for you and if not just remember today is another day that the lord has made we shall rejoice and be glad in it it is the situations and circumstances not the day that may could be improved that being said my first guest today is gene mason Oh my goodness, what a way, what a way to get started on the first episode, but fortunately I know how to edit that first part out. So welcome, Jean. Welcome everybody to Positively Miss B's first episode of Brunch with Miss B. I am just totally, truly overwhelmed with the opportunity to have the very first guest on this episode to be Jean Mason. If you like that little music, guess what? He created it for me. That's right. After seven years, I have my own music composed by my son, my friend, my pal, Gene Mason. So um, I got some credits for him coming up a little later, but he composed that intro. Uh, I'm just excited about a lot of things. And forgive the ah, uh, because I really am excited. But um, again, welcome to Brunch with Miss B. If this is your first time joining me on any episodes, I just want you to know that I'm a woman of faith. And I believe that no matter what happens in life, prayer is the power that penetrates all problems. And here on the Brunch with Miss B is very special. Um, years ago, I wanted to do a Brunch with Miss B in a brick and mortar setting um, to have poets and all types of people come in in a restaurant and just have a good old time for two hours, jazz atmosphere. Um, and that did not happen. And one of the things that I wanted to do was to continue the memory of a friend, someone I call son, and a former podcaster. And in doing so, I decided to um, ask a couple of people if they were interested in helping me do that. Um, one of the things that I uh, wanted to do again was to go back into a brick and mortar. And I wanted to do it in November because I celebrated um, ending my seventh year, going into my eighth year, October the 31st. And so I've been kind of hard headed. The Lord said, I gave you that. Why are you waiting for somebody else to manifest it? So I said, okay, they don't have time and not no disrespect to me. They just had a lot going on. And I said, okay, I need to make this happen. I have every platform available. And then the Lord blessed me with a new platform, which I'll talk about later on the flow. So I have the Preacher Word Network, which I come on every Friday ish at 9 a.m. on the Preacher Word Network and other platforms that they sponsor. But this Brunch with Miss B is going to be on the Flow Network, which is going to be on demand. Um, this episode is actually going to be on their TV station uh, um, next Sunday. So I, um, I'm live one Sunday and I posted for um, their network next Sunday. So I'm on two networks. So the in honor of Chris Allen, if you did not know, Chris Allen was a podcaster with me for about two years, and he had a show called The Issues of Men. And he would have different guests on. He would talk about his personal issues as well as others and how we can approach things not readily discussed by men. And there are a lot of things that 
women don't even understand or men don't even understand that exists from date rape to spousal abuse to uh, childhood molestation. There's a lot of things out there that men just hold in and they don't actually recover from. They just keep carrying it like bad luggage. So here on Miss B, I want to keep in, um, in the same vein with Chris talking about issues of men. Every Sunday at 1 p.m. East Coast time, I'll be having different guests. And today I'm honored to have Gene Mason, who has a a lot to say about his music, his love of Christ, his family, but he also has a book out and we'll talk about that later. So again, I would like for you to welcome my very first guest on the brunch with Miss B today, Gene Mason, number two. Hey, Gene. Hello. Hello, Miss B. How are you? Oh, I'm all grins. Let me tell you, let me tell you, I'm all grins. I'm just so excited. Listen, I have a lot I want to ask you, but I'm going to let you tell the listeners a little bit about you. I put your um, website up in the uh, description of the show, um, but I want them to know a little bit about me, you. I want to talk about your music first, your love of music, how you got started and where you see yourself going. Uh, my love of music has been since day one. Uh, my mom said I'd be on pots and pans before uh, I could walk. So um, that sums it up. I mean, I'm, I'm a drummer at heart. Uh, that's my first instrument. And uh, my mother bought a piano um, when, we were when I was 13, I think. And it sat in the living room for years. And I began to just do a little around on it and it wasn't until after I married, uh, I was married and had the opportunity to record and um, that I picked up the piano. Actually, my first recording session, the guys that I had gotten didn't were a no-show. And I remember um, I, uh, the Lord said, go on a fast. And I went on a seven-day fast. In seven days, I actually played the piano on that album. Um, and uh, as long as I look at look down at what I was doing, it was fine. But <laughs> the minute I was, tried to understand what I was doing, uh, my fingers froze up and no sound came out of the piano. So uh, that's where it started. Um, my wife, uh, uh, my wife, Shannon Mason has been a huge inspiration to my life, my music. Um, I heard God tell me five years ago to do it again, and I didn't want to do it. It took me a whole year before I even thought about it or, or attempt to do it again. And when I told it to my wife, she went out and bought me my very first laptop, my very first computer at the age of 48. Yeah, and uh, she taught me how to use it. And then she turned around and bought, bought my instruments and my piano and my keyboard and my bass guitar and my acoustic guitar. And, and uh, she is an inspiration above and beyond inspirations. And together um, we have formed Maceo Productions. Uh, she is also a producer in her own right. My wife is bad. I'm telling you, she can do it all. And uh, I am pleased and honored to have such a great partner, a great uh, helper, and a great woman of God in my life and with me in this journey. Now, I desire my vision, what, what God has given me for a vision was um, 
music on television, films and movies. And so um, we are working towards that, happily working towards that. And we've had opportunities and we're getting, we expect more. We expect more opportunities. So. Well, I expect more too. And I'm, I'm praying that uh, the visibility that you get from getting credits for making the score for not only Brunch with Miss B, but my uh, show on Fridays as well. You wrote both scores. And as we move forward, um, I pray that that'll give you some visibility, um, not just on Spotify and other, other places, but we're going to do that. And we're going to talk about your relationship with Shannon a little bit later. But right now, let's uh, segue into how does music play um, in your life when it comes to your faith? Actually, uh, most of the songs on the CDs were written out of either worship or dreams that God gave me. Um, because I'm not, uh, or as of yesterday, I was not as fluent on the piano. <laughs> Anything can happen, you know? Um, it has been, uh, when my wife and I, when we would worship, songs would, uh, would occur. And so a lot of our songs are actually out of worship or out of dreams. 90%, 90, maybe 95% of our songs are through worship or dreams. So, you know, I'm glad you said that because, um, I'm gonna have some questions for you later on. So we're gonna, we're gonna talk about what do you think the inspiration is um, for a lot of the musicians and how hard it is to stay focused, but we'll move forward. Um, so we talked about your love for uh, music, but also your multi-gifted, talented, and more than one instrument. You also sing. Uh, tell us a little bit. I heard your mouth, but okay. Um, tell us a little <laughs> bit about the music that's already out there in public. Uh, you have some soundtracks and music on SoundCloud and, and different places. Talk about your music? Uh, yes, ma'am. The music is, is available on Spotify, Reverb Nation, Amazon, Apple, uh, Apple, Apple, yes. Um, and it, and uh, YouTube. So um, um, it is uh, two albums, Still I Rise and, um, and Turn Right at the Moon. They are the still out, the turn right at the moon was my first album, uh, and it consisted of uh, worship and uh, and dreams, uh, mostly worship, and um, it, we did that in 2019, I think 2019, 2000, yeah, 2019, 18 or 19, and then still I rise is an album that. Uh, was done uh, 2020. Still I Rise is a very unique album. Uh, oh, take that back, both of them are unique. Uh, Turn Right at the Moon, my wife uh, uh, helped me. Uh, my daughter even helped me on Turn Right at the Moon. And um, uh, Still I Rise, uh, my wife also helped me again. But Still I Rise comes with the book. Um, which the, is the songs to each chapter of the book. So when you read the book, Still I Rise, 
the chapters of the book are the actual songs uh, on the CD. So um, you'll find it very interesting. It tells a story um, and it kind of puts you in the setting of what um, the emotion that uh, uh, experienced uh, uh, for that chapter. So um, very interesting, very God idea, not mine. God idea. <laughs> so, um, I'm smiling because um, on the back it says, this is a book about a few of my personal and observed traumatic experiences, statistics, and my personal option. My moments of failures, triumphs, and defeats that God has brought me through. Um, we're going to segue into that in a minute, but I just want to let you know um I thank you for my personal copy, but um, I like chapter one. If people really want to get involved in the rest of the book, chapter one, ripping off the bandage. Um, it's very important that we understand when Chris created this issues of men, he was ripping off bandages. And not only was he ripping off bandages, he was exposing the wounds that didn't even have bandages. They were just out there. Um, and anything was able to enter in those wounds to make things even worse. Um, they ha you have triggers. And a lot of times things that are not bandaged, um, those triggers will get in and make what's existing already worse, even if it doesn't have anything to do with it. So when we talk about your relationships, you also talk about your relationships. You mentioned how blessed you were to have Shannon to be a part of your life, not only um, to help your career, but um, I know Shannon and um, we both are caretakers. A lot of men don't understand when they have that type of support, sometimes they don't know how to appreciate it. Let's talk about Shannon and you and your relationship with her based on you and her, not your past relationships. When you first got started, did you find it hard to receive what she saw in you and how she was trying to help you? Because a lot of times men feel like, you don't tell me what to do. Why you got to criticize me? That's not what I want to do. You're trying to run my life. Let's talk about how you were um, feeling at that time when you finally realized what she was trying to do for you. Um, okay, so, so when I met my baby um she didn't criticize what i did she just gave me different options that i hadn't seen before and that was a big that was a huge step of trust for me and and, and because she because she cared and, and showed so much care and showed so much love it inspired me to uh, take view of her other options because if somebody doesn't care for you you're not inclined to listen to their options where she she constantly showed me care constantly showed me love uh, through respect and um and that was something that i i love every man longs for to be respected it, it's his love language uh, at least one of them and so um she did that and does that. And so, yes, she does. Um, it's, so it makes it easy 
and, and a lot of men, I, I'm sure um, there are some guys who will disagree with it, but um, I can sit and listen to my wife talk because she does. She talks for hours and it, it's easy because I know she cares about me, you know? And um, so um, the other day we were at the mall, we were at the store, Target, and she was walking around getting, I'm looking for an outfit for um, my grandchildren, our grandchildren. And her shoe was untied and I knelt down and I tied her shoe, I said, be still. And I knelt down, I tied her shoe. And because I don't care what nobody else thinks, you have to understand the care that she has poured into me, you know? Just, just look around. This is just the, the tangible, but there are so many things that she has poured into me spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and, and physically because of, because of the Father, you know? You can't do that if you don't have God. You just, you just can't do it. Um, I mean, it, it's, it's impossible. You got to have God to pour in that kind of love that I needed, you know, and be precise and be precise. You can hit and miss, but she had such precision in her care for me uh, that I know it was God. And so um, it has, uh, God has molded and shaped me um, where I'm at uh, through her. Um, she's been the hands-on. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have flashbacks. I ain't perfect. You know, I get, but uh, I am definitely a, a, a better man. I'm a much better guy, happier, you know. Uh, I'm going to say this. Um, the two of you compliment each other. You're already complete, but the two of you compliment each other. I'm going to take a short break. And when I come back, um, I would like for you to speak to the men out there who may not know how to recognize a good woman for them, not a good woman in general, but for them, uh, giving to them what they really need to be nurtured by. So I'm going to take a short break and think about your answer. I'll be right back. Okay. everybody. This is Miss B. If you're just joining me, this is my first episode of Brunch with Miss B, where we talk about issues of men. In honor of Chris Allen and his original podcast, I want to address those issues that men sometimes don't readily address, don't confront and conquer. Uh, there are a lot of things out there that men are hurting from. And we talked about in his book, removing the bandages. Some of them don't even have bandages on those wounds. So this is what Issues of Men is going to be talking about on Brunch with Miss B. For your mind, body, soul, and spirit, I plan to offer food for thought by having guests, male guests particularly, to discuss where they are in their careers, their gifts and talents and face, and what issues they may currently in the past or just in general be facing as a man. So thank you so much for joining me. What you just saw was a short clip 
Jamise B. Wilson. Jamise Wilson is my daughter. For those of you who have been following me on my other show, you may know that we have had uh, a journey over a year long journey where she had some serious health issues. Uh, she was recently released in April from the hospital and moving forward with her life. She decided to come up with a medical journal. No, she didn't. The Lord inspired it. But the medical journal is a published um, book of hers. She created it since she has been out. She is a stage four cancer survivor and the book is available on Amazon. It helps you to monitor all the different medications you may be responsible for, uh, your blood pressure, um, what does it mean? And there's a special section to take notes from doctor recommendations or side effects or different things, whether you're a patient or a caregiver. It's an excellent opportunity to, to obtain a copy to either give as a gift or to use for yourself. Again, that book is available on Amazon. As a matter of fact, she has her own store, All Things Jamise on Amazon, and you find that link and anything that you order, she'll get credit for, including the book that you can find on Amazon book. So again, that's Jamise B. Wilson, her first published book as a stage four cancer survivor, showing you how to keep track of all of your medications, your blood pressure, and anything concerning doctor's suggestions, recommendations, or side effects. So thank you for your support. And I'm just so blessed to be able to say that's my baby girl. Um, now let's talk about your suggestions to men. Um, did you get a chance to think about the answer? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma Talk about it. My testimony is that um, God created women to help. If one of the great things about this journey is um, know what a woman is created for. And understanding that all treasures are buried. It's on the surface, it ain't a treasure. It's, you know, it could be false gold or... Anyway, um, so with my wife, um, she's a helper. And she come alongside and help. So that was one of the ways I was able to... Um, to see a difference between her and other women that, um, that have been in my life. Um, she her, Immediately she thought to help. Um, if I gave her an idea or if I gave her a thought, she gave me a business plan, a proposal, and you know, and it was like, wow, okay. So um, that was, that's the first thing. Um, the second thing, uh, I take that back. That's the second thing. The first thing is, uh, clean out your garage, clean out your driveway, uh, clean up your backyard, clean up your front yard, clean up your house. Mm -hmm. Remove all debris. <laughs> um, I'm not a man, but I'm tracking that. Hey, listen. You, you, God does not do confusion. So if you got debris, if you got others, that are there and they're not the one, remove so that the one can come in and God can bring her to you. Because God's not gonna bring you, your, your wife to you and you got one or two side chicks or uh, uh, a close friend that's a woman, you know, it's, it's, it's 
it brings confusion, you know, and God ain't it. He doesn't do that. So because um, before I met Shannon, God told me to come off of a dating site, told me to shut it down, told me to tell the women that were coming to see me, told me to cancel their trips. And I wrestled with that. I went to sleep. When I woke up, I was literally sitting up in my bed. The covers were down on the floor. The pillows was over by the door. You would have thought there would have been a pillow fight or something. When I woke up, there were no sheets on the bed. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting up in the bed. And I thought, what just happened? So I wrestled with it. I'm, I'm not going to say it ain't going to be a struggle for me, son, guys. That was a struggle for me because I felt like I had finally found some great prospects. And when he said, remove yourself from that and, and just sit tight. And I did it. I did it. And so um, uh, that sparked, I, I ended up meeting Shannon within one or two weeks. So, um, but unfortunately, prior to that, I asked God, I want to know what love is. I had loved and loved and loved and loved and still came up empty and, um, and without relationship. And after I had that, after I told God that, um, I had a dream. And my dream was um, God was hovering on the left. The world was uh, suspended in the air on the right. And there was a line of women that wrapped all the way around. And he said, choose which one you want. He said, you want me or do you want these women? And I began to look at the women. I began to walk down the line and look at them. I said, whoa. I said, all these women? He said, yes. I said, I can have all these women. He said, they will bring you. He said, they will bring you their best gift. And I, and I said, their best gift? And I said, oh, man. And I'm just looking. I'm walking down the line. He said, choose. And I said, reluctantly, I ain't going to lie. I said, okay, God, I'm going to choose you. And the dream ended. And I would later, um, the instruction to remove myself from the stuff and uh, from the debris and clean out my garage and my driveway, um, I would made him, uh, later meet Shannon who would be the most beautiful car, the most beautiful woman inside and out. Um, mm -hmm. At first, I didn't see that. She didn't want me to see that. She didn't want me to see that. But um, we, oh, we, hit, we didn't hit it off at all. Our very first date, I turned around and took her back home. <laughs> Y'all are funny. Took her home. I saved my money. Hey, look, <laughs> you're going to be like that. I'm taking you home. And I did. And uh, and here we are today. Um, so All yeah. total, how long have you been knowing her? All total, from that first seven. date to today? Seven years. Seven and a half years. Wait a minute. Seven. I'm completing seven going into eight. You're in your seven... You know what? It's that's no accident. Um, I would just like to say that um, sometimes you're so good for each other, you can't stand each other. You know what I'm saying? 
Oil and water does not mix. So when you put oil and vinegar together, they did not mix at all. But you get them things to separate just right. You talking about good. Mm, mm, mm. Even when you spread peanut butter and jelly, they don't mix. They just complement each other. So the, go ahead. Yes, ma'am. They complement each other. So the two of you are already complete. You just needed to have some compliments. So congratulations on recognizing um, who she is to you and who God sent to you for you. So many men do not have a spiritual relationship um, and they tend to make decisions based on their flesh. And you were able to say, okay, flesh, I'm cleaning out my closet, my garage. I'm letting stuff go. I'm ready. So, um, some men don't know how to do that. You mentioned um, love, show you how to love. Uh, before we go to our, another short break, what are some of the things that made you feel like you didn't know how to recognize love or be loved? Pain. Pain uh, uh, kept me from uh, recognizing love. Um, pain kept me from uh, wanting to be loved. Um, uh, life has given, you know, just brings pain and brings, uh, you know, experiences, just bad experiences, especially relationships. And so um, I was like the, the movie Beauty and the Beast, uh, where the, the castle looked really beautiful, but there was a, that one room and he didn't want nobody going in there because it brought him so much pain. And oftentimes when you tell a woman, uh, don't go in that room. That's the first room they go to. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's what it was like. So now that you asked the question, are you better at receiving love or have you gotten better at giving love or both? Um, I'm better at giving love. I'm learning. Um, Shannon's taught me how to uh, ask God to actually help me to relearn how to love her. Because the problem with love is we use a blanket and we'll apply it to each relationship, the same same blanket, and it's not fair. Uh, this is a different person, different time, uh, different situation, circumstance, and I'm a different person. So we need a new blanket, you know? And uh, so I am, and I just recently talked to her, and love requires honesty on both parts. Uh, ladies, men can't love you if you're not honest. If that's not what you like, that's not what you like, and it's okay. If you like the finer things, then you just please be honest. Don't tell them, yeah, I like it, and you really don't like it. You know, Honesty will really help him understand how to love you. He can't love somebody he doesn't understand and he doesn't know because you haven't been honest. you got to be honest. And so... Uh, my wife and I are we're doing some re some redos, and as she learns more about her, she's she's letting me know, hey baby, you know what? I, that used to be okay, but I think I want I think I want the the Mercedes, you know. I think I want the Range Rover, you know. And that's cool. That's cool. You guys big enough? If we ain't, we we in the wrong line, you know. We, we, I'm just saying. So, um, but yeah, I just, and men, you just, we go to the father to ask him to help us to do and to provide and to believe. 
him for the for the increase and for the things that she wants and she likes you know it's a it's a whole nother whole nother blanket whole nother love but as far as myself is i'm so much better at receiving love look look around i'm so much better that that was not the case before but uh i i do need some more improvement don't get me wrong we all do we all do but the father says if you don't know love you don't know him so the more you get to know love the more you get to know him so um we had talked about uh, i had talked about taking a short break but prior to you coming home on i wanted to give you the opportunity to um be spontaneous is there any uh thing you would like to share with us while you edit your keyboard keyboard that you could play for us uh yes Yes, that I can. Um, uh, I, I sure can. I can do something really spontaneous. about ready to just sit back get me some cheese and crackers and some fake wine right here <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you all right everybody if you just joined me you just heard gene mason do something spontaneous um is it spontaneous or do you really have a name for that piece uh i have a name for that piece it's called uh, endless love endless love um are you available to I know you live in Texas, but are you available to uh, perform live for um, events? Uh, we're starting to, yes. Yes, we're available. Okay. Yes. And if they wanted to do that, what's the best way to get in contact with your manager, which happens to be your wife? Oh, actually, um, uh, I have a uh, booking agent, uh, Stephen Bird. Uh, oh. 
wasn't expecting that. But Shannon, type that information. Type that information in, please, Shannon. Uh, we'll let Shannon type that information. And I put you on the spot. Um, but I wanted to tell you thank you again. Uh, we had talked about um, this show for a while. And what I would like to do is offer you the opportunity to either send in live, I mean, pre-recorded um, clips of videos or uh, special spontaneous music, or just show up with me on Sundays and you will have the opportunity to play live if you would like at least once during the show. But I want to give you the opportunity to not only showcase your music, but if there's a topic that the guest is discussing, if you're available live, I can bring you in to compliment um, that discussion. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to look forward to you either sending in something pre-recorded, uh, the length of your choice, or joining us if you're available, because I know we all have other things going on, um, and to provide me with at least uh, one commercial intermission uh, time for my listeners. So I thank you for that. That was wonderful. Uh, tell them where you are. I know you're on uh, SoundCloud and Spotify. What other um, platforms are you on? Um, Amazon, Apple, uh, Reverb Nation, Oh my gosh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, but those are on YouTube. Those are the, you know, the favorites. So. Uh, and as far as YouTube is concerned, um, can they find a lot of uploads of your videos there? Or are you just getting started with that content? Actually, I've got I've got a few on there. Um, Gene Mason. Uh, well, I'm also on there with the band Unscripted, uh, which will be performing in April. We perform every April. Uh, domestic violence against men help raise money for that. Um, um, so we'll look. Matter of fact, it'll be next year, April twenty first, um, McKinney, Texas. So uh, if you if you're in an area, please come join us. Uh, it's it's amazing. Um, it's my cousins. The band consists of my cousins, who um, between all seven of us have played for uh, every major artist. Uh, and gospel artists uh, and gospel ministries, we cover a lot. And um, but we had never played together, so the Lord blessed us to bring. Uh, uh, my wife brought all seven of these guys together, uh, including my brother, my cousins, and um, we were on stage for the first time in our lives together. And amazing artists. These guys are. These guys are. I'm probably the least of the seven. I am the least. These guys are amazing. And uh, so we'll be in concert uh, April 21st, 2023, McKinney, Texas. You mentioned an organization that you're trying to raise money for. Highlight that a little bit for me, please. Still I Rise. Uh, the acronyms are SIR. Um, it is about uh, men who have suffered or suffering from domestic violence against uh, women and need a place to retreat need counseling, uh, just need a friend, someone to talk to that can relate to their circumstance and situation without being judged or misjudged. <clears throat> and so um, that's what we do. I've, we've been counseling uh, with men for about 10 years now um, from uh, bikers to pastors. Um, we all are have been through and, and experienced uh, domestic violence, uh, whether publicly or privately. And so um, it's a horrible, it's horrible. 
uh, because most men don't want to discuss it. They, they, they have a problem discussing it. They don't want to appear weak to other men. At least they be uh, bullied by uh, their peers. And, um, but I'm not the kind that to be bullied easy. Uh, by guys, and so I don't really care. <laughs> Matter of fact, <laughs> uh, but the Lord really blessed me. Actually, my wife again helped me with that. She asked me to discuss that and to share that, and in doing so, uh, it has been public for the past uh, seven years now. We've been public with uh, uh, men who are suffering from domestic violence, and so um, I'm. Here. I need you to speak up a little bit. I know you're getting kind of comfortable with me, but um, there's still our rise. Are you one of the founders you joined or um, how is I, your affiliation with this? I, I am the CEO and founder of Still I Rise. Um, and um, we have four board members. Um, three of them are doctors and counselors. And so um, my wife and I are on that board and CEO that. And um, we... We engineered uh, the the unity of the of the board, and so um, that's pretty much it. Well, pretty much. I know you're kind of. I'm not gonna say shy, but um, let me just ask you, without any details, do you have any personal experiences with domestic violence? And if so, how would you suggest a man come forward to seek help for that? I do have personal experiences with domestic violence. Um, unfortunately, my experience, um, I could not find anyone to talk to. Um, I reached out to the church. Um, I reached out to organizations. Um, at that time, uh, it just so happens that a, a good friend of mine was the best uh, was the best ear. Uh, he would take me out on, on the ocean and we would just fish. And he let me, he just let me go, just let me talk. Um, um, I finally found an organization that helped me, but it was so far outside of my, my um, community, outside of, just outside the box, till I would not have found it had it not been for God. But um, unfortunately, um, there are organizations now, and I, I employ men, please reach out to those organizations. Um, if they are unable to help you, they, uh, we do have resources. There's somebody that can help you. Um, some of us are, are fully resourced and fully funded, and some of us are not. So, um, but we have, uh, you, you will have options, and I don't want you please don't be prideful and ask for help. Pride comes before the fall. You can't, you can't handle that all. You can't take it all. It's, it's tough. I know sometimes it's just, just a chore just to inhale and exhale. I get that. I get that. Um, I know what it's like to have a gun to your head thinking it's going to blow your brains out. Been there, done that. Um, please take a moment and just seek help. Just seek help. Absolutely. We, this absolutely. earth needs you. We need you. We need absolutely. You. Everybody has a purpose, but um, they have to accept that in order to live for it. I want to ask you, 
with all sincerity, um, a lot of men don't know how to recognize it is considered domestic violence um, abuse. It's not just about laying hands on. She may not ever hit you, but in your experiences, can you tell them what may be signs that they need help and they're just saying that's just how she is? Um, Absolutely. Uh, my dad used to say all the time, well, it's just the way women are. That's just the way women are. And I believed him because I would say, well, dad, this is what I'm dealing with. This is what's going on. Oh, boy, it's just the way women are. No, no, and no, it's not. But I wouldn't have known that had I not sought the Lord. So um, men, if you are being antagonized, if you are being um, disrespected, if uh, uh, there's, there's emotional abuse, there's, uh, there's spiritual abuse. I think they know uh, better than you and, and, and to the point where you don't, want, you don't want to pray anymore. If it's damaging your relationship with God, it is spiritual abuse. There's financial abuse. Uh, her money is, is her money and, her, and your money is her money. There's sexual abuse, withholding, or, or going outside of the, 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 the relationship. There's so, please, you do not um, need to ignore. Um, please. Seek help, seek counseling, um, mention it. Hey, listen, maybe she doesn't even know that's abuse. Maybe that's what her mama, grandmama taught her. Said the girls at the at the country club, they got together and said, Hey, that's what you should do, you know? And I so she may not even know that she's being abusive. It may be the thing that to do. I mean, everything has changed. The game has really changed. So um your first, your first option is to say, hey, do you know that that's abuse? Do you, do you realize that that is abuse? What you just said, what you just did, um, what you're doing, where you're going, do you realize that this is abuse? That's your first step. She may not recognize it. And she may be willing, to, uh, have, you know, if she loves you, she may be willing to make changes. So that's your first, that's your first, very first option. And then from there, if she doesn't want to change, if she, uh, doesn't see it the way you see it, then uh, you're going to have to make some decisions. Back to you, Miss B. Uh, can you hear me? I can. Well, I guess you can't see me then, but you know, um, I've been having um, internet problems, so um, at least you can hear me. I'm not going to keep you too much long. Oh, there I are. <laughs> Um, technical difficulties happen on the live. That's why, I, you know, I just, it is what it is, but I thank you for that. And I thank them. Is his name Damon Thomas or Damon Thomas? What's his name? Yes. Damon Thomas. Damon Thomas. Damon. 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 I thank you so much for joining us and I'm sure they appreciate you as well. And we thank you so much, Tommy, Tommy Dudley for joining us. Uh, it's very important that we all understand that, um, Abuse is not gender specific. It's not age specific. It doesn't matter about your economics or your education. Relationships are relationships and they have their ups and downs. And we talked about in the beginning about removing the bandages and some wounds don't even have a bandage on them. So for men who have had some previous 
traumatic experiences and did not address them, a lot of times they find themselves replaying those same scenarios as adults and feel that that's all that they deserve or um, they love that person more than they love themselves. And we talked about the relationships that um, could be damaged um, with your relationship spiritually. I believe in Yeshua, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, but wherever you are spiritually, uh, if you have not addressed the issues that attracts you to the relationships that could damage you uh, internally and externally, um, there is help out there, such as um, Still I Rise. Um, and then, of course, we talked about the Still I Rise book that you wrote. And I like the first chapter where it just says, removing the bandages. It's an easy read. It's nothing very um, hard to find. Shannon has put up the link to it um, on Amazon Books. Just type, go to Amazon Books and type in Still I Rise. Um, it's very important that you get help. And so many people are stigmatized with getting help. Um, he said he went to the church and in his day, yes, go ahead. Ms. B, I like Damon is, uh, he's over Men of Courage. That is, uh, that's a, an organization that helps men with domestic violence. And um, you, you said that uh, Tommy Dudley also joined. He is also a man of, uh, an advocate for domestic violence. He also is the one that got me started. Damon is a huge support. This guy is, oh my gosh, he also uh, um, helped me with the book, uh, helped me write, rewrite it. And so it's, it's funny that these guys are on, but these guys are also supporters of what we do. And we, it's, I love the camaraderie that I have with these guys. And, uh, and that's, what, that's what is on the other side of reaching out. It is. Absolutely. It is. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that I was I was going to segue into that part because of their support and their respect for them and their uh, appreciation. for you, I would like to publicly give them the opportunity to reach out to me if they feel that they could uh, come on, be a guest and talk about where they are professionally and then segue into uh, their concerns for issues with men. So I extend that invitation to you. You can find me on Facebook under Miss Benita Claiborne or Benita Claiborne. Um, and we could talk about potentially bringing you on as a guest. My slots are filling up fast. I can't guarantee how soon you'll be on. But if you're interested, just let me know and we can work that out. But again, thank you all for joining us. This is my first episode on um, live my Facebook for a while. I've had to take a hiatus to uh, be with my daughter doing a healing journey. So um I'm, I'm breaking myself in. I'm a little nervous and I had some hiccups with the internet. And um, But before you got um, on, before you got started, if you noticed, I did an intro that was not applicable to this show. Uh, I'm going to play that right quick. One more time, please. That's right, everybody. I have two shows. I have two shows on two different networks. This particular episode is going to be aired next Sunday on um, another network. But right now, I just wanted to invite you to join me at 
um, Fridays at 9 a.m. East Coast time on the Priest of Word Worldwide Network and all of their available platforms, which you saw. I come on Friday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. And I simply ask if it's true, how's it working for you? How is it? We talk about scriptures and the thus and the thous, but if it's true, how's it working for you? I, I don't uh, do a whole lot of name and blame. I do myself. I actually uh, sit back and give myself as an example. But again, it's uh, if it's true, how's it working for you every Friday morning at 9 a.m. East Coast time on the Priesthood Word Network? You can also find me on all of the available social media platforms on Simply Positively Miss B. Uh, my YouTube channel is also Positively Miss B, and I'm currently trying to increase the content there as with the social media network. If you missed the first commercial that I showed, it was about my daughter, Jamise Bianca Wilson. Jamise B. Wilson wrote a book. Um, I'm just excited for that. She's a stage four uh, cancer survivor, and she has a book on Amazon. Uh, it's a medical journal, and just type in under books, Jamise B. Wilson, and you'll find the book. If you would like to order it for a friend, for yourself, as a caretaker, please uh, consider doing so as you move forward into her healing journey. But we have about seven minutes left, Jane, and I want to thank you so much for um, all that you said about, uh, I guess, domestic violence and the opportunity to uh, be in contact with two of uh, your comrades, I'm going to call them, and um, the advocates for domestic violence. So many people don't understand that it's not just about women or children or old folks. Um, men get abused too. And that's the sad thing about it. And before I leave, I want to talk a little bit about the church. Um, I am not bashing church because you can't put anybody in a basket. We're not all blacks are not the same, all females and everybody ain't the same. But the purpose that the church organization um, represents sometimes falls short when it comes to offering outreach ministries that would encourage healing uh, in such areas as issues with men. You said yourself that you reached out to the church and you're not able to find help. I'm a faith-based woman, a woman of faith. I stood on James 5, 15 and 16 uh, for my daughter. I like Jeremiah 29, 11. You know, the father's got plans for her. Uh, Philippians 4, 13. I can absolutely, without a doubt, do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So um, as we come to a close, Jean, um, anything that you feel that you did not say, uh, you would like to take the time to say it at this time. I just want to say thank you so much for the opportunity to not only be on your show, but to do your music. It has been a privilege. It has been a blessing. And I appreciate it so much, Miss B. I think you're an amazing woman, not just on camera, but off camera, which you've been uh, an amazing friend to my wife. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate I, I I'm, I'm sure you're an amazing mother listening to uh, your testimony of helping your daughter. But I just want to say thank you for having me on the show and giving me the opportunity to do your music. Uh, out of all the artists in this world, you, you pick, pick me. I, I'm, I'm honored. Thank you so, so much. I had to take myself off a of camera because I felt a little teardrop. And y'all, I'm a water bucket. Let me let me tell you, I, you know, a lot of people say, Miss B, don't forget to take yourself off a of camera because my face talks. I ain't got to open my mouth, my face, my eyes. I start wearing the big glasses because sometimes I be making all kinds of faces. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, I, I, 
I'm a very emotional person, but my face be talking. So I want to make sure I won't go teardrop because yes, uh, Jean, the father showed me that it was our time uh, when you said seven, seven and a half years into your relationship with Shannon. And I just ended my seventh going into my eighth. That's something I always wanted to do. I said, I'm going to five. I'm going to get me a beat. I've had shows um, tell me, oh, you know, copyright infringement when they say it was free music. Been through all of that. And here it is now. I guess it's our time. I have more platforms to expose you to. Uh, and your talent has grown to the point where you could just look at what I wanted. And uh, even my husband says, sweet. He said, anytime you want to drop something, just drop it. He'll listen to it. You ain't even got to have no name to it. So you have pleased both my husband and I. He's a behind the scenes person. He pays all the bills. But before I actually make anything, I said, honey, what do you think about this? Um, so he gave me approval for all the, I do all of my own graphics. Uh, so he gives me the approval for everything that I do. So I'm coming up on my 67th birthday, uh, December the 18th. And um, God is not through with me yet. I have a lot to do. So I have Shannon and her husband to um, be my errands. I have a lot of people uh, to be my errands. Um, I have some sponsors. I have other commercials. But more importantly, um, prayerfully, every Sunday, either a pre-recorded clip or Gene in person were offering us uh, some music ministry to help us segue from one topic to the other, one conversation to the other. Um, if you could categorize your music, what would you consider it to be, Gene? Jazz and inspiration, inspirational. Uh, well, you know what? I, I, let, let, let me just say this. I, I, this is my first episode. It's my show. I can do what I want to do, right? <laughs> what you talking about okay so um <laughs> on the flow network i have some um flexibility and i'm really serious about this and this is going to probably uh, make him cry but i have access to making podcasts as well as videos so this video is going to be turned into a podcast but the reason why i asked you about your music is because um I believe everybody has an opportunity to share their gift in the way they want to share. But I, I also am very particular about what I allow in my spirit and what I represent in public. So what I would like to do is to let you all know that I will be getting in contact with uh, Gene um, to start my own gospel jazz radio station uh, featuring Gene Mason. And uh, we're going to move forward. Uh, we'll probably start out with a, uh, an hour's worth of entertainment. And then I'll grow as uh, things move forward. But that is one of the goals that I wanted to have was my own internet radio station. And now I have the opportunity to, to do that um, with um, his exper expertise and his wife's. Um, I now have the ability to make sure that it's done smoothly. But um, we'll keep in touch with you on that as we move on the Flow Network. But look forward to my Gospel Jazz radio station featuring Gene Mason. Uh, we'll start out with an hour probably, and then we'll increase the content um, according to what God's plans is for us. So that being said, everybody, this is Ms. B, positively Ms. B. I've come to you for my first episode on Brunch with Ms. B, where we simply um, talk about issues with men. And I plan to interview um, men of all walks of life from the doctors to the man sitting on a corner with a cup. So don't put me in a box when it comes to that. I appreciate you all and may the Lord that I serve continue to bless all of you and the things that I do and say be acceptable in his sight, but more importantly, be received in the manner that it is meant. Gene, thank you so much. I really appreciate you, son. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're welcome. Bye-bye, everybody.
Where's my? There you go.